All right, welcome back to the Dad Pack, y'all. First, before we get started, I just want to say, if you guys are new here, thank you for joining in. Uh, We've had a lot of new people kind of joining in between different platforms here lately. Uh, If you guys wouldn't mind, like, sharing it to your social media group, I don't know how to really put that on there. I don't know if you can even do that. But, you know, if you guys have like-minded people inside your, you know, your family, your friends or whatever, and, you know, are looking for a, a community of dads or something like that, like... You know, if you guys don't mind uh, sharing us, we would really appreciate it. Um, uh, we are trying to grow the show. Sorry, I'm kind of going back and forth to my show notes in here. But yeah, we're we're trying to show, grow the show at this point in the in the dad pack, and we're we're having good growth everywhere. But uh, you know, any little bit you know extra helps. I don't think we've ever really talked about it in the front of the episode, so I just kind of wanted to try something new and hit it up front before hitting it in the backside. So. Uh, but anyways, thank you guys all for uh, stopping by, checking us out, all that kind of stuff. As always, I'm Joey. This is Ryan. Uh, Jordan is not in this episode, but we're hoping to have him back by uh, the next episode that comes out. So we're looking forward to that. And then that one there will actually hopefully hit all of our uh, NFL stuff. I don't think we've – have we hit our stuff for the NFL yet? Ryan, done our picks and stuff? I don't think we have yet. Sort of. Um, Just sort of. Sort of yeah, kind of sort of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to do this episode a little different. Uh, we usually hit pack news first and then go into dad advice. But in this episode, we're going to do it backwards. Uh, we're going to do dad advice up front, and then we're going to hit pack news in the backside. And uh, with that, I guess let's just kick it off. Um, so for this week in dad advice, what I wrote down was regulating. And uh, I wanted Regulators. to kind of speak Regulators! Uh, regulate it, yeah. Getting your kids to regulate. Um and I don't have like the textbook definition of it. I don't think I want to go that deep into it, but I think we can all as adults kind of understand what I mean, especially if you have kids. Regulating can kind of be a hard thing. And I'm not just talking about kids. I'm also talking about you as an adult and as the dad. It can kind of be hard sometimes. And I think uh, I have fallen into the trap where, you know, I can kind of get mixed up in the situation, whatever it is going on around me to where I also can lose my own uh, regulation, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Um, I just call it managing your emotions. I mean, that's, that's probably the, you know, it's the same thing uh, I would say. So, but I mean, it's something that I want to teach my son. I'm not going to say that I wasn't really taught it. I don't remember being taught, you know, emotional regulation. And I'm not into like all the frou-frou parenting and all this gentle parenting and all that kind of stuff. Like I understand that all exists. I'm trying to, to take all of those, those different worlds and all those different perspectives and trying to put them into my own tool belt as a dad. But one of the things that I'm learning is very important, uh, at least for my son and you know, my experience is um, trying to help him work through his feelings and what he's feeling and trying to communicate better. Cause I don't always understand what's going on with him, especially in certain moments. And I think a lot of that has to be a lack of communication between him and I, or him and his mom or whatever's going on around him. And, um, Regulating is a big part of it. Um, so I, I wanted to see first, you know, what Ryan thinks about it first. Obviously, we'll give him a chance to speak on it. Um, but for older kids, is this still a, a thing, right? And I'll throw out a general example. For for, for my son, it's he's three. So, you know, a, a, a break in regulation is going to be whenever he's having a meltdown. I would probably say that your kids don't have meltdowns anymore, or do they? I don't really know. I don't have a kid <laughs> your age. The, the yeah, you have. of course. They have issues, yeah. I mean, I'll say that it's easier to manage. It's easier to control. The communication's much better. Obviously there. Because, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, when they start to lose it, dad raises his voice and says, knock it off. They understand <laughs> that. 
<laughs> it's and a different noticed, presence when dad does it, right? Than my mom. They, the same in my house too. They noticed that. They, but little mama's probably the worst. I mean, of of having a hard time in the mornings. She's really, is, you know, she, she's tired. is she similar to your old your oldest daughter when she was that same age? Or were they no. two, obviously two different beings? But you know, Raven was my oldest was pretty laid back. There was you know pretty compliant. If there was issues, they could even just call me on the phone. I'd be like, "Knock it off!" And and she was pretty good about. Wow. It off. Oh wow. Um, little mama doesn't care. Um, whether I say yeah, it, I guess. She, she's gonna give some. <laughs> she go, she gonna go in on you? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. 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 Ashton, I'm trying to think about. He doesn't he seem really... up and down a lot. Yeah. Was he was he I... like that when he was younger? Oh yeah. Yeah, it it's the they don't know what to say. They don't know what to do. They don't know what what that is. They just know they're they're frustrated or pissed or whatever. They're trying to do what they're Bro. trying to do, and they're the also mimicking you. So. Yes, that is a hard pill to swallow when you realize that um, that they're mimicking what you do, don't do, your lack of, or you're there, whatever you are doing. Um, but one big hurdle that we're trying to jump right now with him. He's going through, or he just went through one of his learning curves or leaps, whatever. So his communication is getting really good at this point, or getting a lot better. He's starting to have a lot better sentence structure, starting to know the definitions of words, starting to like contextualize what's going on around him, which is great. Um, but he hasn't really learned the definition of why yet. So like when I ask him why, he just repeats the the word back to me, why. And so like it's this big back and forth that I'm trying to rephrase and reword what I'm trying to ask him. And it's like in those moments, it could be very frustrating for both of us, right? Because he needs something and I need something. I need to know what's going on with him, but he also needs whatever's happening with him taken care of or, you know, help with whatever. And I don't know how to communicate that with him quite yet because he hasn't figured out the definitions of certain words or what's going on around him. So it's like, it's this big, like back and forth battle of, and it's not even a battle. It's just like, we're both, we're both trying to get there with each other. We just don't know how to get there. And it doesn't happen all the time. A lot of the times he's able to communicate and I'm able to understand. And even sometimes I'm able to see it before it's coming. Like I know sometimes when he's having an off day or a bad day just by telling his mannerisms for that day that he's a little off. So like there's little things that I can do as a parent to help him with that. But communication is is gigantic. And obviously in your ones and twos when, you're, when your kid can't even talk yet, like that is a whole different kind of ball game. I don't think there's much regulating there. That's just more of like right, to go down your checklist of how can you help your child today <laughs> with whatever's going on. Yeah. And you're trying to Sometimes find the answer. Overstimulation. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough. What are you hungry? Are you mad? Are you sad? You know, what, you're just going through the, the motions there. I think when they do speak, I think all of my kids used how come instead of why. How come? How come? I don't know why they said that. Yeah. That's that's yeah, every last one. How come? What he's saying here lately is it's not fair. Like that's his new term that he's been saying here lately, and he doesn't quite understand that sentence yet, or that 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 whole structure yet. Like what that means. He just knows that if he says it's not fair, that I know that he's disagreeing with what I'm saying. Instead of just saying no, uh, he's saying it's not fair. Then then I can kind of go into more. Like it's his cue to me to kind of explain it more to him. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'll even explain it to him and he'll still hit me with the it's not fair afterwards. And how do you explain to a kid after that? Like 
life isn't fair, kiddo. Like, <laughs> it's just how it yeah. goes. He's three. He doesn't understand that his world is perfect. You know what I mean? He doesn't have bills to pay. He, his, his hardest part of his day is probably getting told that he has to go take a nap for the day. Like, that's that's probably his biggest bummer for the day. So the rest of it is just, you know, him getting over his own hurdles. Have so it's not that big of a you noticed in, in, like, just life, you're usually more surprised when things are fair. You're like, oh, that oh, was pretty fair. <laughs> Especially oh. getting older, bro. Yeah, wow. Wow, that actually worked out. What? They huh. did what? Wow, I can't believe they were wasn't the right person for that. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> so used uh, to it not being fair and like, meh. Yeah, that actually worked out. Yeah. Yeah. As an adult, obviously, you know, we just deal to cope or, you know, know to cope with everything going around us. But as a kid, it's really hard to explain that. And I, I tried before this episode to think about situations where I had to learn how to cope and deal with the situation around. And, you know, at his age, obviously, I don't remember much, but I, I would assume it's just with siblings. Like, that's probably the hardest. When you have a lot of siblings, that's probably the most you have to learn to cope when you got to learn to share, when you got to learn that, you know, your time is not always the most valuable. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you as the middle child out of four siblings, like, there are four of you, and all of you are all like trying to get that same attention from your parents all the time or from your siblings all the time. And so eventually you learn those social skills and how to learn how to, you know, roll through everything emotionally and stuff. But when you're three, it's tough. You know what I mean? The world is just tough and getting told no all the time is tough. And you're going to ask and say, it's not fair and and why. So it, it's been, it's been a large learning curve and I'm trying to really, I'm trying to do the things that I don't think that I was taught before. And this is not a knock at my parents at all. I just don't think it was really, this stuff was talked about before when we were growing up, Ryan. Like, I don't think, I don't like, I'm sure there were parenting places for like our parents to go, but it's not as easily accessible as it is now. Like people can't just turn on YouTube and watch two dads talk about parenting. Like they could, like they can now. So before I'm sure it was like, you know, you had to, you know, talk to your immediately, your immediate friend group, your, your parents, and you know whatever i'm sure there was like groups and stuff but it's just not like it is now i'm sure that you could growing up back then they would have appreciated it. it a book but then you're just getting the perspective of that one author you know what i mean like i think my greatest my greatest uh ability is being able to pull from what ryan's saying what jordan's saying what my dad is saying what other friends are saying and then using those perspectives to kind of you know mold my parenting but you know it's tough. You know, it just depends on how big your social circle is. Some people just didn't even have the opportunity, depending on how much you work, especially dads. And back in those days who were, you know, our, my, my, my parents growing up days, dads were the providers. So like, you know, when you're working eight to 12 hours a day, it's kind of tough to go out there and talk to people about how to be a better dad. So not, not knocking you guys just saying it's, it's, you know, it's, a, we're, we're living I mean, in a different time. What if you're a truck driver? What if you're that stuff too? Like a, like a person who's just, dad who's never at home because they're providing for their family i I don't you know mom's in the same way too nowadays nice to know how other people took care of their kids i think it's even more important that your kids learn to cope period like whatever the case may be whatever's going on whatever messed up stuff we do as parents because we're just trying and we miss it how do we teach our kids to cope with with life is is the best case scenario because you can't you, you can't be perfect and it, one thing works for one person don't work for the next so if they can learn to cope i think that's a much better um 
a skill to, to learn is yeah. is the coping skill of well, like I got made fun of today, or dad wasn't here today, or you know, how do you cope with that? I think it's a much. Oh, it's so hard to teach. This is part of the stuff in parenting where I was like, when I was before my son was born. This isn't the stuff that I thought about. You know what I mean? I was so worried about diapers and wipes and changing my son and putting him to sleep and the sleep schedules and all that stuff. But then as you really get into the the meat and potatoes of parenting, because let's be honest, the baby phase only lasts at most, what, one and a half years, you know? And then the kids are really, you know, they're standing up, they're moving, they're they're not crawling anymore. Some might be, some might, you know what I mean? Uh, kids are all over the place. And so what a three-year-old looks like, a two-year-old looks like, a one-year-old looks like, it really depends on the child and the household that they're in and the environment. And that is a hard thing to grasp too because, man, as, you know, I only have one son. We, we hopefully plan on having more in the future. But, you know, I feel like I'm on an island all the time and I have no idea if what I'm doing is working. And then, you know, your your parents have been on here before and said they thought they had the kid, you know, being being parents down with with your oldest their oldest Jeremy yeah. and then they had you and then you flipped them up on top of their head you know what I mean so like even when you think you got it you don't really got it and I can even say the same thing for when your kids go through growth spurts and their curves it's like my son is a brand new child every single time he comes out of one of them curves because now he's verbalizing more now he's doing more you know what I mean and he he was just not doing all this two days ago and so two days ago what he's doing before to now is completely different and it's 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 like you have to be a new parent for that child all the time you know what i mean like every day you're almost waking up to a new child at, at least in these early phases now i'm sure when you're dealing with a 10 year old and 8 year old and stuff like that it's a lot easier and everything is steadied out by then um so you know it probably gets better so i'm not saying there's no hope and you know everything is different but these are just things that i didn't think about when i was when i was first thinking about what you know being a father was like but i'm glad that i've made it to this point to where i'm at least starting to think you know how am i going to continue this going forward or how am i going to work with him going forward so all of it's in our our plate as parents you know what i mean as parents i think we're the because we know that everybody every kid for a very very long time goes through different phases God knows how long I may be going through phases now. I have no idea. But if you're the steady boat, you're the the ocean, you got the waves, you got everything going on, but you're the steady boat that just keeps going, keeps going. I think that's probably the best modeled behavior that you could show them. And that's what no matter what life throws at you, you just the steady boat. So I'm going to throw a scenario. I'm going to do you first, then I'll do me. Um, so we can kind of we kind of go at this I guess at the same time if we want to. But uh all right, so let's say your your daughter, youngest, is is having a breakdown. She's having a, a meltdown. What's the first thing we do? What are you doing? I know what sometimes happens. Before you answer, I know what sometimes happens. A lot of the times or sometimes we like to have a visceral reaction and sometimes it's, you know, go to your room, I'm sick of this, stop it, all that kind of stuff. Not saying there's no button, there's no good or right bad answers, but I will say if we're being real, those are some of the answers too. I'm not trying to say these aren't perfect scenarios. I'm just saying the, the, those happen, and we all know it happens, so it's okay. But your your youngest is having a, a a breakdown. What are we doing? We're asking them why first. Like what's going on? What is going on? And then you you really are like the problem solver at that point in time. So it could be that they. And let's just say they're, you know, on their tablet and are are losing the game or mad about something in the game. That's it's it. always the craziest little thing, bro. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Let me let me get that tablet from you. Problem solved. 
Yeah. However, if it's a more complex problem, like I can't figure out my homework or I can't, which is a recent one, can't figure out my homework, can't figure it out. And, and no, I don't want your help. No, I, I want to figure it out because they're tired of not knowing. And that's cool. That's, but you want I mean, to try valid, to yeah. figure it out. So yeah. I, it, it, what is the problem? Um, with my daughter, excuse me. actually, if you, if you just give her a hug and like, like, Hey, let's work through it. She responds pretty well to that um, at first. If she chooses not to respond to that, then and you can't figure out what's wrong, usually I just cut her off from whatever she's doing. We're done. We're done with that. Take a break. Whatever, whatever it is. I try not to yell. I do obviously lose it sometimes. It's usually when they're having tons of fun that I begin yelling. It's not usually <laughs> when, they're, when they're like having a problem like that's an easier solution to me like hey what what is the problem i'm an adult we can figure this out but when it comes to like they're just having an out of control blast they can't settle down they can't they can't they're just losing it and they're you can hear it sounds like they're literally taking sledgehammers to the upstairs you can hear from the downstairs and and, and after the second or third time you had to go upstairs and be like hey knock it off knock it off yeah, yeah, that's usually when I lose it. No, be quiet or knock it off, whatever. That's usually when I lose it. Sometimes you got to get their attention, and I do agree with that. Sometimes you do. You do got to go, got to go in, got to take it a little bit above where they are, so you can start bringing it down uh, from there. You know, there there is something to always be said about a dad yelling. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there's a a good meme about uh, a mom's parenting, and mom is going crazy. She's like, you know, her shirt's on fire. She's running back and forth, and dad's parenting is sitting in a and a lazy boy, and he's like got a, <laughs> got one finger up, and he's like just yelling yep. real quick, quiet. <laughs> and yep. they're like, that's done. it, that's it, it's done. Yeah. So I mean, there obviously is a difference between how we do things as a, the genders, but uh, I I I hear what you're saying. It is it is different. What the the picture that you painted for me is different than the picture I have in my head, but it's obviously because we're talking about different age groups of kids. So like that that is a a big uh, thing. Uh, there. Two, a two and a three year old. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, bro, it is it's completely, it's a, up it's and down, up and down. It's like an escaped inmate. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like this crazy escaped inmate all the times. Like, like, like you have, you're trying to put them in this box so you can watch them and make sure they're safe, but they're continually trying to jump over the box and, and, and get out and go crazy. And they're and trying to do crazy stuff. Yeah. Yes. All the time. They're trying to, yes. They're, what is, I saw when it was like they're continuously trying to off themselves and you're just trying to keep them alive all the time. Yeah. But it's their, it's their point. Like That's what it's one of the things I wanted to say here. Kids are supposed to find their boundaries. That's what they're supposed to do. They are supposed to do that. You're, you're, they're, they're not supposed to stick their finger in their pocket, right? They're not supposed to do that. You know that, but they don't know that. And finding that boundary is for you. It's that invisible wall that you have to put up for them. You have to do that. You can't let them stick their hand under a lawnmower when it's going, obviously, right? You have to put that invisible wall up because if you let them, they're going to, right? They're going to do it. Yeah. They got to find out. And then there's some that need to learn the hard way. That's... That's always I mean, been my. I think me and you were both. <laughs> we both that need to learn the hard way. Father, I think my father told the story. I don't know if he did or not, but like they tried to. Sh- we had cattle. I don't, like I think we had one, one cow, some chickens, some, but we had an electric fence. Okay. My dad tried to show me, like with a oh, piece boy. of grass, like, look, this is going to shock you. You cannot touch this. It's going to hurt you. Oh my god! And I yeah. like was like, 
I went and grabbed Both it. Hands, it, went, Both yeah, hands, baby. I want to feel it. Back, messed me up. Pissed me off. I, they, they say, I don't remember it, but they say I got up oh and went God, and grabbed bro. it again. <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm doing that again. I don't, I don't know why I did that. It was it's insane. But, I think his boys were just curious because I was the same way, bro. If someone told me that was an electric fence, I'd be like, but how bad? You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like, what does that mean? Could, could I could I take it? You know what I mean? Or is it gonna is it gonna like shoot me across the room when I touch it? Like, I need to see this. I I don't know why. I don't know why we're built this way. Bro. We're just built this way. I don't get I mean, it. You, you you're gonna show me with a piece of grass? Do I look like a piece of grass? I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Oh, Let me show we you. We need Mess. They hit, say it messed me up. Do something. Did it? Twice. <laughs> Grabbed it I mean, if twice, it's supposed maybe. to be for you know six hundred pound cattle, yeah, or yeah. horses or what? Yeah, that yeah, that, that's a bit different. See, I never had that. I I remember having uh, it was probably a similar situation, but it was more like a varmint fence, and it was just like a one little wire, and it was just enough. Probably you know back then you do that for dogs, you do it for whatever it was, and you would just you would just touch it, and it would just you know what I mean. You remember you remember playing those games where it was like a little handheld thing. Uh, and like four people would be sitting around and you'd be holding a little handheld thing and it would just randomly shock somebody at random. You know what I mean? Like you would just wait on it. It was yeah. the same kind of feeling as that. So like the, for those 90 kids, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody, everybody else that's above, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, but it was like that. It was like a little jolt that would hit you. And I don't know why I just wanted to experience it, but this is the exact curiosity. And I feel like that's my son too. It is it, it, like, it, like, I think it's just boys, bro. Well, I mean, was Ashton, this is his son. Was Ashton the same way? At a certain or point in time, just, yeah. Did he just trust you? Because <laughs> no, my wife, would my wife wasn't like that. My wife was apparently my wife. You just tell her, "Hey, don't do that," and she'd be like, "Oh, okay, cool," and then just not do that. Yeah, the girls seem to be cool for whatever reason. <laughs> pretty like, oh, that's an electric fence. That's it could shock fence. you. That sounds huh. terrible. I think I'll leave that alone. That's leave usually that, yeah. how they. Even my even little mama, <laughs> who's stubborn as all get out, is not like a, you can just tell her that. That, I remember one time she was playing with jalapeno seeds and we like we panicked real fast and washed her hands and hey you can't touch your eyes you can't touch your eyes and she oh, walked around say, like bro. This for a long time just walking around it's like a good. like a zombie because she didn't want to touch herself yeah but you know I, good for you guys because you know immediately the first place they touch every time right yeah, to I, the eyes yeah right to the nose and right to the mouth every single Absolutely. time follow yep. us for more parenting tips don't let your kids <laughs> don't just get do that. <laughs> she was planting uh, seeds, by the way. She I was making uh, salsa, and she saw seeds on a, a cutting board, and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, I can plant these. I can plant these seeds." Right. No, I, that that line of thought makes sense. My son would just grab them just to see, and just put them in his mouth. And be like, "Huh? Yeah. I wonder what these are, Dad." I'm like, "Oh, then you'll probably do that three more times before I say he won't do that again." <laughs> <laughs> it's just ten, ten to true. thirty minutes of just pain. <laughs> yeah. I always touch my eyes and then go pee. Yeah, go. I, I get it, I get it both, both, both sides. Be like, man, come on, man. You're in your God. 40s. Stop it. Don't, don't lie, though. You ever, uh, this is like old CKY. I don't, I don't know if you know what that is or uh, Jackass, the old movies. Um, old, the old original stuff. But like there was a dude who, used, who like uh, peed on a uh, electric fence in one of the movies. Bro, and I like, why, why did I go? I wonder, I wonder what that was like. I wonder. Would I ever do it? I don't know if I'd ever be brave enough to do it, but that's the stupid stuff that boys do where we would just go, I wonder. And then as soon as you see an electric fence, the one thing that you're going to think about is that damn secret wire jackass. And, uh, you know, whether you're brave enough or not, it's just all right there for the taking. Yeah. I guess you give could. it a shot. Yeah, you Give it a give shot. It a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I gotta tell you, in the next episodes, remind me about when me and my siblings tried to make a uh, jackass video. It was terrible. It's not a good idea. <laughs> it was nice. very prevalent back in the very days, nice. though. Yeah, we got in a lot of trouble for that. Um, but right back on topic. Uh, so, so we kind of cover what Ryan was talking about with his kids. Is it different between what you would do for your your daughter and your son and how he would do it, or is it basically a blanket? You know, you'd cover it the same way with your son. It's the same approach, just their reaction kind of drives your where you're going to go with it. Yes. Sometimes your kids can get the best of you, no matter what age they are. (laughs) And uh, that will absolutely knock your own self-regulation off. And then you both, sometimes (laughs) you need, uh, you need your spouse to come in and help contain the situation. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, you you and your son or you and your daughter are, are blowing up and you need mama to come in. And, and do a containment field and, and help get you out of the situation so she can come and fix the situation, which has absolutely happened in this household. I'm sure it's happened in every household who has a child, uh, which is apparently completely normal too. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that happens. You know, you're going to, you're going to get knocked off your rocker and uh, you know, you're supposed to be the adult in the room. You are, you're the dad. You're supposed to be the man of the house. And sometimes it happens, man. Sometimes you lose it too. That's why it's um, good to have two. I mean, I've been divorced. So, uh, I can say this divorce is terrible. It is a, you yeah. need both parties in there. Every it's, it's the two personality types, me and my wife now very calm, very cool. She's very, very laid back. Let her get into it with the, the kids. And there's been more times that I think I've had to go in and be like, okay, I got this one. Go, go chill out. I think more times I've had to calm her down than then she's had to calm me down. I don't know why. That is, but I think she's got like she's super calm, super calm. She and instead of just letting it go, she waits and waits and waits, and then it just blows up atomic. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got to go in there and be like, "Hey, all right, killer, go, go take a break. I got this." <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, as your spouse, there's a weird line of this, right? Because you don't want to come in there and you don't want to undercut your spouse. You don't want to come in and everything that they're doing. You don't want to come in and like pull the rug out and be like, basically mom was wrong. You know what I mean? Or dad was wrong. You don't want to do that. So it's this weird balancing game of when to approach as, you know, the mom or the dad, when this is happening as the opposite party, you know what I mean? Cause you don't want to come in too hard. And then now the kids getting the double dose of everything and you're over parenting, but you don't want to come in too light where you're not respecting what the parent is. The other party is talking about, you know what I mean? Where they're not, you're not addressing the situation now. So it's this weird yeah. balancing act of supporting you address and also addressing it. Don't let your spouse go too far. Don't, I don't care what right. you got to do to stop that. Don't let your spouse go too far. Step in. Solve the problem. Move on. Yeah, but your spouse also has to be big enough to understand what you're doing too and yeah. not be so attached to the situation where they can't separate out. Because, I, I mean, you got to imagine this is an emotional situation for all parties involved. So just being able to completely undetach yourself and walk out of a room during the situation is kind of hard to do because you know you you, you want to think you're doing the right thing but obviously if it's gotten out of out of hand it's gotten out of hand but i mean it, it goes both ways especially in this household you know what i mean it's it's i've had a step in for my wife my wife's had a step in for me so it it honestly it's just parenting it's part of it you know we're not gonna or you know there's been i can't say there's not a book on this thing but there have been books written so i can't say that there's podcasts or shows and there's all sorts of things that go into this. But, you know, when you're actually walking to walk and talking to talk, it's a whole, a whole lot different ballgame. 
and every kid is different. You know what I mean? You, you're going to have, you know, in your household, you might have one, your son being a freaking perfect angel. And then, you know, your daughter is over here going crazy. So then you're, you're literally stepping out of one room where you're dealing with this nuclear situation and you're walking into another room with your son who's completely being completely fine and you have to switch gears at a you know at a blink of a of an eye you know what i mean you can't you can't take that same energy with the child who's acting up to the child who's not acting up like it's a whole different switch that you have to have when you're when you're doing your parenting and it's completely it's hard yeah it's hard to do and and that it comes to your own growth and and regulating for yourself and being able to do that you know depending on your background and what's going on with you, you gotta, you gotta know when to do that. Um, but I'll, I'll, this, this part of dad advice, I'll close it with this. Um, the same situation for me in my household. Um, my son's having a, a meltdown. Obviously it looks different. He's three and a half, you know, and I've already stated his communication boundaries and stuff and his walls. Um, but when that's happening, it's normally always about the most minuscule things. You know what I mean? He can't get his underwear back on right. Um, a lot of the times, some of the times, it's about him disagreeing with what we're saying. Like, hey, we need to go and put your shoes on. Well, he doesn't want to put his shoes on. And then, boom, meltdown. How does that escalate up to that? I have no idea. M- more than likely, it's because he was playing with his toys and like, okay, we got to stop playing with our toys. We got to go. And we didn't give him enough window to break from that activity. So I've learned here lately to say, hey, you know, five, ten minutes in advance. Hey, Cars, we're going to go here and you know, five, 10 minutes, we need to put our shoes on. And then I'll just gradually every couple minutes, Hey, we need to put our shoes on. So that way he can kind of like get in his head that this is what we're doing instead of just, you know, basically pulling the toy out of his hand and let's go. That's kind of a thing that I've kind of grown on here lately is, is being a better communicator to him on a parenting standpoint. Cause he doesn't understand when I just pull a toy out of his hand and say, we got to go, we got to go now. Like he doesn't understand that we're trying to make it to this birthday party or make it wherever we're going. Um, so that that part is is the first part is trying to be a good communicator. Sometimes that's not the problem. Sometimes your child is the problem. Your child is having this big emotional breakdown because they can't get their underwear on right and they're frustrated by it and that's what's happening right now, right? And so the way I like to approach this is I'm going to ask him what's going on, why? And sometimes he can't verbalize it to me. He's so worked up in what's going on that he's literally like bobbing back and forth and <laughs> giving me that right there. And he just can't, he can't even talk. He's just so emotionally bent that he can't talk. Once he gets to that point there, or if he's already gotten to that point right there, there is no communicating. There's no way that I'm going to tell him anything. He's not going to hear me at all. Um, so the best thing that I've learned so far is to have him breathe. It sounds stupid. I know it does. But I've done it a thousand times now to where I will literally start counting and breathing. One, two, three, deep breath. And I know it's so stupid for us as parents. But at the same time for him, he if I start doing it, he just starts mimicking me. It's like he goes back to his like defaults, like whatever's going on, and he'll just start doing it. I don't know why. This is how he's coping, how he's regulating. He's hearing me. It's just starting to come down and he'll just start breathing. And, you know, the tears are, you know, starting to obviously they're already rolling and, you know, he's already red faced and stuff like that. And then I get him to breathe. And if I can get a couple breaths in and get him to kind of, you know, calm those, those, that storm down a little bit and instead of a thunderstorm and now just raining at this point, then I can start communicating with him because now he's starting to open up a little more. Sometimes it's just him. He just needs to, to, to be right there with me. Sometimes he needs me just to pick him up. And just to kind of walk around and take a break from the situation for a minute. And I will. I'll pick him up. I'll walk around. And I'll start doing the breathing. 
And hey, hey, Carson, let's breathe. Let's do deep, deep breaths. One, two, three, deep breaths. It has helped tremendously when it has these these big breakdowns. And I will say, my son doesn't have a lot of breakdowns. He doesn't have a lot of like wall-eyed fits. He really doesn't. Honestly, it's probably like one once to twice a month. So that's not, you know, since three, it's probably five or six times. He doesn't have a lot of emotional breakdowns. Now, he has a lot of little stuff here and there where he disagrees and he doesn't like it and he's kind of like, you know, mad about it or whatever. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like completely losing regulation or completely losing function. You know, that's the situation I'm putting here in this one here. So that, that's what I like to do is try to get him to breathe through it. And then as he starts to calm himself down and he's using my whatever I'm doing to help him out, that's when I'll start trying to get in the communication. But even sometimes then he's, you know, he needs to be able to make that choice to start communicating. And I'll just start talking if I'm humming or I'm breathing, whatever I'm doing, it gets him to calm down and gets him to start, you know, re focusing in and re you know redoing his emotions because obviously he's he's lost it at that point what i don't think he needs is i don't think he needs me yelling at him more i don't think he needs me you know um getting on to him telling him that he shouldn't have done this or he shouldn't have done that and i know as parents that's what we want to do that's what the first, because we told him not to pick up this this thing that's going to hurt you we told him not to to do this we told you not to do that a thousand times and now this is where we're at we told you that we understand that but i can remember as a parent or as a child that's not what i needed at certain times whenever i got that and thrown at me and i'm sure that's not what they need there is a time and place for that i'm not saying don't make a correction right i'm not saying that at all i'm saying there's a time for the correction, and I think emotionally we need to get them handled first, and then start making your correction from there. Because I, you know, if I if I'm making a correction on my son when he's you know crying and kicking and screaming, like that's just not going to work, and it's just going to frustrate everybody. So regulate yourself, regulate, try to regulate your child, and then establish communication is kind of where I'm falling with this. Um, and then a genuine connection. If you can, if you if you can somehow formulate a genuine connection, that would be great too. How you do that? depends on how you parent depends on what you do i love i love holding my son he's three i love it i any chance that he says up pick me up anything like that i do it because here what in like two years i'm not gonna be able to pick my son up he's gonna be 50 50, 60 pounds and i am not picking up 50 60 pounds every day it's like i don't mind doing that ever you're probably right you know what i mean i need to lift a little more (laughs) but you know every chance that i can i i'm not one of them parents who's like you 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 don't need to be picking your son up you don't even picking your daughter up forget all that because eventually my son's gonna be 18 20 21 22 i'll never have that chance again i'm never gonna have the chance to say goodbye to my my three-year-old or be able to see my three-year-old again after he's gone you know what i mean my two-year-old's already gone my one-year-old's already gone and i'm living you know with that and that's a hard thing to cope with and if you know what i'm talking about you know what i'm talking about it's a hard thing to cope with when your kids move on and you don't get to see your one-year-old anymore your two-year-old anymore and it's it's tough so forget all that forget you know what i mean it's okay to not be machismo in these situations and be a little cuddly it's fine as a dad it's okay you can do that too it's not just the mom's job or the other spouse's job to do that like it's it's fine as a matter of fact i would say it's probably one of the best parts of my parenting i love it i love it i when i was a kid i didn't have a whole lot of it not by whatever was going on I don't remember my parents being too cuddly and being too, you know, huggy and all that kind of stuff. My, I think my mom was, but I don't remember my dad ever doing it. You know what I mean? So like if I could be that for him, that'd be great. I don't mind doing it. As a matter of fact, I love telling my son, I love him. I love picking him up. Love getting him hugs and kisses. I do. My son comes and gives me a hug every night. Tells me good night. I love him. Yes. Dude. Um, and doesn't it mean the freaking world to you? My God. Love it. 
Yeah. I love it. There's nothing. My son the other day looked at me and said, Dad, you make me happy and I love you. And I'm telling you right now, I almost cried. Yeah. Means Absolutely. It it killed me. It just let me know that yeah. I was doing whatever I'm doing is doing and we weren't even doing anything. I think we were watching like Team Spidey on, on TV or something. Like it wasn't even like anything important. We were both just chilling. And he just thought to tell me that in the time being. You know, am I doing something right? I hope so. You know what I mean? But yeah. it, it, I mean something to him. And so that's that's who I'm doing this for is for him. I'm trying to develop the future him, you know, right now. But also there's a there's a selfish side of me who also loves this stuff too. You know what I mean? I, I love being able to 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 hold him and to and to give him hugs and kisses. It's a great part. We as dads don't say this a lot. We don't say this to our friend group. We don't say it out there. It, it's fine. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, I hug my, my other hug, hug him, love him. Honestly, it's it's part of it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, that's that's all I think I got for this part in closing. Um. Yeah. Anything else to add to that I, before we jump into? We need to jump into Starfield. I don't even care about football. <laughs> okay. Well, first let's hit uh, pack news, baby. Jump into it. Pack, pack news. news. Hey, I like that one. That was kind of kind of jazzy uh okay so for pack news yeah we had a couple things we hadn't uh, by the way i want to say sorry that we missed you guys last week uh we we missed an episode and it was because of a technical error on my part we did have an episode for you guys so we'll be that part of pack news we missed a week we had an audio problem and you know we had uh we had ryan's other brother on the podcast uh jeremy and he was going overseas with his family and it was a really cool episode but unfortunately we weren't able to use it so we're going to hopefully have him on the podcast later on down the road when jordan comes back and jeremy you know is a is a good place he's kind of i don't where is he right now do we know he's in bangkok right now bangkok yeah see i don't know that he has a stable internet connection right now he might they might have better than us i have no idea uh, but you never know where they are. You know, he moved his whole family out there. It was a whole thing. We went through it in the last episode, but we didn't get a release the episode, unfortunately. So uh, that off the top. Sorry we missed a week. We'll be back on it. Um, so this part of Pack News, uh, Ryan wants to hit Starfield. I'm with you. What's going on with Starfield, buddy? Because <laughs> uh, I'm right there yep. with you. I have been grinding away, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. buddy. It is it. great. Absolutely you like amazing. It you do? It is. There's got to be uh, over 100 planets explored it's a it's a look it's space it's kind of kind of it's a it's kind of exploring it they put you in a fishbowl so you can like just randomly pick on a planet to go to or a moon to go to but there's like it's a tile it's like it's like a big box so you land on this big tile that's you know a kilometer long all the way around and then you just go to explore wherever that whatever's in that one kilometer or one mile of square area it's not like you can just run for miles and miles and miles and miles on one planet you can't do that there's an invisible boundary. Did you not know this? I have made it all the way around the planet. No, you haven't. <laughs> I'm telling you, you haven't. The, the, this, is the, this is what the developers even were talking about. Like, it's not where you can, you it can't depends just go on, around a planet. Depends on which planet you go to. Well, hold on. How yeah, many if, tiles if, there are. You're right. If, there, if there's only one tile for the entire planet, then yeah, you could just go around the whole planet, I guess. I haven't ran into a planet where I could do that yet. Starfield is exactly what you want to make it is a hundred percent. You could, you could do what I'm doing and just do a thousand side quests, or you can do the main quests and continue on. I I think I've done like one or two main quest missions. I'm like level sixteen or seventeen, maybe a dang bro. What in the world? <laughs> you know how much time you have to put in to get to like level ten? And what's crazy is, like I, me and my son are playing on the same game so he has taken half the time i've taken half the time 
He's at like level eight, but there's a there's a way to do to to level up faster. You can get powers. I don't know if you know this yet. You can get powers, so you need to get on the main quest so you can have your powers. I've got like I did not know eight or nine powers. powers. Yeah, I just got my powers. booster pack where I can like boost around. You know what I mean? Like I'm I get extra like it's like an extra jump basically. Yeah. And some of the moons yeah. is like lighter gravity or lighter plant like under the plants is lighter gravity, so you can kind of like kind of like moonwalk everywhere you're going like you know you'd be bouncing everywhere so kind of cool uh you need to do the um mantis quest there's a mantis quest but you have to okay so i looked this up because i everyone kept on telling me to do that because so you can get like your mantis ship and your mantis uh legendary armor or something like that um but you have to you have to get that quest while you're on a quest so you have to find the mantis quest. Yeah, I don't know if you know that. So you're you're probably a scavenger like I am. You probably go and hit every single box. You're meticulous. You know what I mean. You're hitting every I'm single body. I'm a looter. And yeah, a shooter, you're a looter. Baby, he, uh, baby I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna look through every yeah. single room. Forget whatever's going on. I want to go through it all. So that's what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I I found them. It's a, it's a document you have to find on a, like a fallen soldier in one of your one of your quests. You kill one of these soldiers or whatever, and then you go and you find the document on him, and then the document leads you to the the side quest of the mantis. But I haven't I haven't actually done it yet. I'm telling you, I dude. I am so in on just going to different planetary systems and like I'm just going dive, diving in different mines. Like it just says like like forgotten mine and I'm like going there. Hitting that planetary system, we're going there, baby. And like every single and there's there's a thousand galaxies. Like you just hit from galaxy to galaxy to galaxy to galaxy and they're all different. Different moons, different everything. That part is really cool. I'm I'm glad you're enjoying the game. I didn't think you would actually enjoy the game, but uh uh, one thing I don't like about it, the the shooting mechanics on controller, not that no great. No aim assist, baby. No aim assist, baby. Yeah, there's no there's no aim assist, and that's terrible. If if I was on a mouse and keyboard, it would be a bit better. But yeah, the no aim assist kind of kind of takes a little bit away from it. I think that I have skill until I play a game with no aim assist, and I realize I have zero skill at shooting anything. Uh, and then uh, I don't I don't like the. Uh, the flying a lot like it's it's kind of terrible terrible I think if, right for me it was better when first of all you need a better ship i'm just telling you it makes a big difference and then okay maybe that's, i'm still on the frontier so like i'm still on the first ship like yeah I, you need another ship it's, it's much better you go faster okay. you can control it better you need to hire a pilot it makes your piloting systems better you, you, there's some huh? things you can do you can hire people <laughs> okay yeah, you can hire people so you, there's some good stuff that you can do, and it 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 makes a difference. However, it's still pretty tough. I lowered my sensitivity, which helped, but okay, still tough. Maybe that's what, that's what I'm doing, dude. I've been going through and like hitting people's like how to videos. It, it, like everybody says a little different. I I didn't know you can hire a crew, so I guess I'll I'll do that. Um, but my biggest complaint about the game so far, and this has to be yours too, is the lack of maps. I hate the main one of the main hubs you go to is a planet called Jameson. And on this this place, there's there's shops everywhere. You can go and you can get a thing of coffee. You can go buy clothes. You can go do all this. But there is no map that you can refer to to where anything is. And there's Joey, like three or four. What? There, there's a map. There is a map. I haven't even found the map yet. Where's like the map kiosk. at? It's, and there, that's like a little kiosk. But you have to go to it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying like a map on your person because like most video games, like you have like a, a, ge- like a geography yeah, map. You know what I mean? You're not going to get that, but you can go to the kiosk to go find it. 
Right, but when you got like eighteen different worlds that you're going, you can't memorize everything, bro. Like I know if you go to like, I guess when you land in the shipyard, you can get that one kiosk that's there. But they only have like four thousand dollars to sell to. So then I have to go hit another vendor uh, who has another four thousand dollars to sell to. There are map kiosks. See, but I want that map kiosk to be on your person. I want to be able to hit select and then just like set a course to where I need to go. I need to go hit the 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 ship store go hit the the gun store go hit whatever store it is i need to go to that's what i want and most games have this and i bethesda i think is the the developer for this Bethesda said that they should have done that and they're they're planning on doing that down the road adding maps to it but it is so frustrating trying to figure out where i need to go i have no idea where anything is have no idea where do I go to sell stuff? I have no idea. I have I literally the number one problem in the game right now is I can only carry 155 pounds and I don't know like I, I have to keep continuously going back and forth to the to the to the kiosk to sell stuff. You know what I mean? I can put it on my companion. I just figured out how to put stuff on my companion, okay? But nobody tells you this stuff. Don't come at me, bro. I'm just learning. You okay. can put it on your ship. You can transfer I, it to I, your ship. I found that out today too. No one tells you this stuff. I just found out today, earlier, I'm sorry, yesterday night, that you can put stuff yeah. on your companion. I didn't know you could put stuff on them. You know how many times I would have held them? I could just my, be like, oh, here. My poor companions. They <laughs> carried so much stuff for me. I put it Dude, on I them. I, yes. I love mining. So, like, one of my heaviest resources is going through and hitting the mines because you're going to need that stuff to develop your characters and your, uh, you know, your modifications for your weapons and your spacesuits. You need all those minerals and all that kind of stuff, but they take up an extreme amount of weight for your character. So, like, it's, it, that sucks, dude. But I you just can, figured out how to do that. You can upgrade your weight carrying status. You, you yeah, can do... you can, yeah, but eventually you're going to get capped at like 160, 170 pounds. So, like, eventually you will get capped. No. So, well, that's why you need the mantis armor. It gives you forty percent extra carry weight. Oh my god, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Yeah, okay, all right. I can carry you like two, two something. I think. Yeah. Send me your build. Oh my god, I'm at like one fifty, bro. <laughs> I can't carry anything at all ever. And so yeah, like, like my like companion for a long time. Yeah. Bro, it makes a huge difference. Knowing, just knowing that my companion can carry stuff because then I'll just trade stuff back and forth. I'll take my companion to the store with me, make them carry everything, and then I'll just grab everything off of them and then take it. Hold on. Joey, have you built an outpost yet? Because I have not. And I'm nope, like... Well, I have not done that. That's So you hit you hit the scan when you're on another building. Bro, like I didn't even know area. where to put... I didn't even know where to store my yeah, stuff. I can't figure, you know what I mean? <laughs> I can't figure it out. I'm, I'm having a hard time figuring that one out, but I'll figure it out. It's a good game. Very good game. It's out of control. Um, spend hours on it the and, mods, and yes, I've lost days. No progress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bro, you make no progress in the game. and spent hours doing the same thing. <laughs> I spent a solid like three hours just modifying my ship one time. Just yep. and I, I saw one where like somebody made the uh, the Halo ship, like the green one that like oh cool on yeah. Earth. Somebody actually made that and like shared the build on it. So like I tried to make my ship into that because you can make the frontier look pretty much like it. But you have to start basically from scratch and like painting it all green and painting all the painting all the can like the 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 quarter panels and panels and stuff like it's really in depth and that's just that's just your ship that's not even like your yeah. character your character like the other characters that you interact with your gun like dude it's completely it's it's a really good game and all these people who are hating on it saying that it's not uh it's not open well a lot of people are hating on it right now saying it's not open world like they thought they they thought you would be able to just fly to a sun and fly into the sun basically you'd be able to click on a planet and just like fly into the planet you know like, like right now you have to if you want to go on the planet you have to fly to the planetary system 
and you have to click on the planet that. where you want to land. They, they did say that. That's what I'm saying. I, I know that. But people were thinking it was like you'd be able to fly on this planet and and just land on it, and then you could just make laps around the planet as much as you want to. Like, that's not... You like, sort of go in the, on No Man's Sky, which is what it's supposed to be That's what they to. all thought it was going to be. But if you want to play No Man's yeah. Sky, go play that. Like, go play that. <laughs> it's not a Terrible problem. game. The graphics on this game, and I, I did not put it on my PC. I put it on my Xbox because I'm a, I don't... Like, I've got a pretty high-tech computer. But I yeah. didn't want to like load it down with whatever GPU you got to run with that. There's yes. got it's got to be super high. I mean, it's a beast of uh, of graphics on that game. It looks I so think good. So, too. I, so I had to take mine down because mine kept crashing. I don't know if it's my Xbox or what's going on with it, but I put it at the highest res. It might be my TV, to be honest with you. My my TV competing with my Xbox and it's just like throwing it off and making it crash. But Mine crashed like three or four times, so I had to lower it down. So mine looks a little bit more spongy, as they say, instead of sharp. Um, but I don't mind it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm cool. I, I'm, I'm a person that loves... I love the RPG aspect of it, of building a character, rolling with a character, and then, um, like, the, the story part of it. But, like, I'm going to go to every single box, every single room, every single place, and hit everything. Like, I love doing that. It's part of the part of the journey. You know what I mean? Like, I... Uh, dude, I can sp- I could probably play this game until December. You know what I mean? Like I'll be on this game for quite some time. My my other problem with it, dude, is why isn't it multiplayer? I, it, it's it's things yeah. that I don't understand. Why like why are games coming out? Yes, why are games coming out nowadays that aren't multiplayer? What are we doing? I understand that there's the- game like Skyrim that are made for that, but like this seems like a social game. This would this be a is, fun social game. This is like Fallout seventy six, and that is absolutely multiplayer. It's right. very similar. Same same company built it. I don't know why they didn't make it multiplayer. It may just be too much for their servers to handle. I don't know. But but even kind of like I don't know if you, you played Diablo. So even in like this latest Diablo, the whole area wasn't multiplayer unless you were with a group. But if you want to go to the multiplayer area, you could do that. So why not make like a galaxy that is the multiplayer galaxy where you can go and have space battles, where you can go and like basically rob each other, you know what I mean? Or do whatever you're going to do. Like, why not just put a multiplayer and you can put it detached, kind of like Call of Duty does. Call of Duty has their entire war zone as a, as a detached version of Call of Duty. You have the Call of Duty multiplayer, and then you have war zone. It's completely detached. It's like, do that. Just do that. Just like do something, do something where I can just, or maybe just make it to where I can join into Ryan's game. Why can't I join into Ryan's game and help him loot and shoot you know what i mean that would be freaking fantastic i'm just saying i i really do it, i don't know it makes me angry why video games are and it's a lot of them nowadays are coming out without multiplayer and like when me and you were growing up bro that was the staple of our childhood it wasn't just sitting alone you know playing bomberman all day like it was no no shade of bomberman it wasn't it wasn't that like it was yourself, it was it, I, 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 I i'm with you but like tell me right nintendo. now nintendo was nintendo first Atari, Nintendo, all but single Atari, player. But I could sit yes. next to somebody and play with them. That's know. what I'm saying. It added I a social level of it, and then it goes from there. Bro, the I best thing that ever happened to play. Xbox was 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 going online. That's what blew oh, yeah. Xbox up. That's what blew it up. I, when you were able to go online with Halo for the first time, was it not one of the best things you've ever experienced? No, it was amazing. But, yeah. but having, having cross-platform... I think ruined a lot of things and I think they just stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm sure that the people who are uh, PlayStation owners are punching the air right now. I mean, I know that they have like Spider-Man, Miles Morales and they have God of War and all that stuff. But if you're a PC, they not, they not have 
Starfield. They don't have Starfield, bro. No, this is an Xbox exclusive. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> it's a win for us, baby. Check. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. You got to be punching the air right now doing that. Um, I, I love the game. I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to keep on playing it for quite some time. I wish there was a social aspect to the game. I really do. I think it takes away. You know what I mean? Like us, like me and you talking about it and like talk, you know, like talking what we're going through. Like that's a vibe too. Like, you know, you telling me what your build is. Like, honestly, if you sent me a picture of your build later today, I would really appreciate it just so I can kind of see what you're dealing with. But like outside of that, like I will never be able to see your character and like know what you're talking about and like see like the in-game stuff. That sucks. Uh, so I wish they would, I wish they would add that to it. So love Starfield, love gaming. I'm I'm hoping that more games come out this year that are similar to that level, but we'll see. It feels like uh what was that game last year that we uh that was like it took took everything by storm. I forgot. It was the hardest game I've ever played in my entire life. I forgot the name of it. Oh, it was terrible. Um remember the name of it? I don't remember the name of it. It doesn't really matter. I bought it. Uh, it was terrible. It was so hard. I can get past it the was, first yeah, monster. You were supposed to die. You weren't supposed to beat the first monster. You're supposed to die. Well, I can't think of the name of it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, but that was that was awesome. It was it was one of the games where I had to put it down, come back, and go, and go back to it. I feel like this is going to be that game too, where I'll probably get burnt out of it after a while and then go back to it. it I'll, it'll yeah. be something that I'll be continuing to 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 play through. So we'll see. Uh, Madden's the same way too. I don't know if you've been playing Madden, but I've been enjoying Madden here lately. Dude, it's because of the hype of the football season. Okay, football is upon us, boys. It's here. We made it. Okay, there's from this point moving forward, there will not be a Sunday until set until February where we won't have football. You know what I mean? Like my personality is coming back, bro. Fantasy football is here. We drafted our teams. I got three teams that I'm in for fantasy football leagues, bro. The, the the crap talk is real. My boy right here decided to go after a quarterback in the first round in our draft. That is the worst thing I think anyone could have done. But did he do it? Second round. Or was it second round? Second round. Who'd you take the first round? Who'd you get in the first round? Derrick Henry. Yeah, but you took him at like number two or something. Or did you take him at number one? Number three. That is a I terrible Derrick pick. Derrick Henry at number three is terrible. That's what every rating I had had him at. Take Derek, uh, for some reason, everything that I've seen and read is saying Derrick Henry is going to have a fall off here. They say it about him every year, and he's the keeper in one of my in my keeper league. I, I kept Derrick Henry. Let's, let's you know put it out there, but I don't I don't know. Like, I think Derrick Henry's top ten, but I don't know if he's you know. I think you know Justin let's Jefferson, face, CMC, and, and who puts and, out the most points anyway. fantasy wise? It's going to be your dual threat backs. To me, it's the guys who can run and nine catch. nine to ten points a game. Your quarterback score, your your quarterback score thirty to forty, if they're good. Sometimes, I mean, look, I'm I understand why you he took Patrick Mahomes in the second round. I get it, but here's the thing though: if me and you are playing each other, and I have, uh, I don't even remember who I have in that league particularly. I can I can look it up. Uh, but if I have Tua and you have Mahomes, and Tua throws five touchdowns like Mahomes does, then we just equaled each other out. You know what I mean? And Tua's not even close to the same like Joey. Caliber that's as... insanely stupid. Stop it. If it is you not have insanely running... stupid, bro, I would have... never take Mahomes the second have... round. That's ridiculous. If you have Tony <laughs> Pollard and I have Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry scores a, a, a seven touchdowns, and Tony Pollard scores seven touchdowns, they equal each other out. Like that's what you just said. Tua's terrible. He's terrible. He might be terrible, but his receivers are, are not. T- All he has to do is throw a screen to Tyree Kill, and he goes for 65 yards on a touchdown. He's not going to have that forever. I understand that. But he has two of the most explosive players you in the league right now. You might get that a couple of games, 
Whereas Patrick yeah, Mahomes. That, that is completely wrong. Right. Mahomes, who is Mahomes throwing to? Who? Kelsey? Who did he throw to, last, throw to last year? Juju, maybe. <laughs> he averaged four four touchdowns a game. No, I, no I'm, I'm with you, but I'm just saying. Name, if me, I, if my, name me a running back or receiver that averages four touchdowns a game. But every team that you play against, Ryan, has a quarterback that is capable of doing the same thing. Is what I'm saying. So there's more. Not every. There is a bigger right. There's a bigger drop off on your top end receivers than your your top end quarterbacks. You're going to have a quarter. The potential for a quarterback to go off in a week is high, way higher than a split backfield running back. The receivers that drop. You have one receiver, Jefferson, Jefferson, and then they drop. Then they drop. Who now? Tyreek Hill is a no. great pickup for there. What are you talking about? There's plenty of guys. He was a terrible pickup last year, and he showed it. He was a terrible pickup the year before, and he showed it. He, he won me a league. What are you talking about, bro? Maybe three years ago. Ah, uh, man. Look, I get it. Look, like Devontae, Devontae Adams, is, that's kind of a tough one. Uh, I have, I I have Devontae I Adams in... And Debo Samuel. Yeah, Devontae Adams kind of scares me a little bit, but he was the best receiver available. He was really point. good. And he well, was, he was good last year. He was good last year, year before. Um, Debo Samuels was phenomenal. Super good. Yeah, so they have, that's what I'm saying. I have hella upside on those two guys. What, like my bench, bro, I have like, I have, I have Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks. Who else do I have? That, that's basically it. Alan Lazard on my bench, bro. Like, that's a big fall off between between Debo and and Devontae Adams. Like that's that's a pretty big big fall off. What I'm saying is, yes, Mahomes is the best out of all the quarterbacks. There is no. Let's, there let's is no just debating. do it this way. Let's do it this way. But can't does does Kirk Cousins have the ability to throw four touchdowns depending on his matchup that week? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like the upside is not the value is not there in the second round for me. In all in right. our, our our league. In Let's our do league, this. we don't we who's have your, standard scoring, bro. That's who, all it is. Who, if it was a bonus league, I get it. Who's, who's your quarterback? Trevor Lawrence. Hmm. Better than he's no, been. don't do it. Better than he's, <laughs> he's been. got more. Yeah, he's better. He's better than he's more been. weapons, and he does he have more weapons. weapons. I'll give him that. And so most of them are he's got a, most of them are running backs, but he's got a, sec, a second okay. year in an offense that he hasn't been in, so he should have a lot more upside because he knows the offense now, and he has a good coach in Doug Peterson, bro. His upside is completely there. Who, who who's your two running backs? Starting, I got Josh Jacobs and Damian Pierce. Great, Derrick Henry, Joe Mixon. I don't like Wide Joe receiver. Mixon, but I, I love Joe. I love Derrick Henry, obviously. Even even I'm just saying Derrick Henry's a little high for three, but I like I like Derrick Henry. Joe Mixon's a little shaky with me. What's your what's your wide receivers? Uh, Devontae Adams and Debo Samuel. Uh, Mike Williams and Calvin Ridley. Tight end. Mike Mike Williams doesn't do it for me. I don't know. I like Calvin look Ridley at, though. I, look at your stats for Mike Williams. The reason he wasn't super high last year is because he was hurt the first half. You're, you're half, right, but they also Russia. drafted a dude named Quentin Williams who's the exact same body build as Mike Williams. He's no, the same no thing. And, and maybe he's good this year. Maybe he not. Maybe Mike Williams not. has been no, no, I get, I, And I think Mike Williams will be the number one. I think, uh, what's his name, that's been there for forever is, is going to drop off. You know what I mean? Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen is going to have a, a drop yeah, off. Yeah, he's getting a little bit old. Off. Yeah. Who's your Mike tight Williams end? Mike Williams is helping. Uh, Darren Waller. 
and he's at a new place in the Giants. The reason I like him there is because Danny Dimes is going to check down every time. You know what I mean? Danny Dimes loved to check that down. And you got Shaquan coming back. You do got a, you know, a couple decent receivers, but their best. I, I, I feel like Darren Waller is entering in a Kelsey-type situation to where he's going to be the primary guy because they really don't have too many weapons to throw to at that point. You know what I mean? Like, I think Darren Waller is going to be okay. I'll be good. I think he'll be fine. Yeah. I got George Kittle. Next, who's your flex? Who are you starting your flex? See, it depends on depends on where I am with matchups. I have Javante Williams, which is running back. Brian Robinson, running back. I have Mike Evans, Brandon Cooks, uh, Jordan Addison, and Alan Lazard. All flex. You can players. only you can only start. You can only, you can only start right, but that's going to change depending on my matchups. So if Mike Williams has an easy secondary to go against. Even with Baker Mayfield, I'm going to start him over a Javante Williams who has a tough defense to run against. So it's just going to be depending on what it is. Right now, it's Javante Williams and Brian Robinson. That's what it's set at auto-picked right now or auto-done. But like it's going to change week to week. Like, like Brandon Cooks, you can say what you want to say. Brandon Cooks has kind of been up and down. But being at the Cowboys, bro, I think his upside is gigantic. I think he's going to have a great year. Okay. Or okay. or he's not going to do anything. He's just going to basically take the top off and let CD get everything. I really don't know, but I'm assuming with CD there taking a double team, I would assume Brandon Cooks is probably going to be a little more open. I would assume so. I'm expecting Brandon Cooks be, to be good this year. I think it'll be Gallup, but Gallup got, could be too. I got Montgomery and P Ryan right now starting for my flex. That's kind of where I fall off, but still projected so, pretty no, high. M- Montgomery is going to be great goal line work. I think I think they're going to run the the rookie in between the twenties, and then it's going to be like a Zeke situation. Here's the thing about P Ryan though, and I didn't know this, and I just realized this yesterday. Apparently, I, I kept on looking and seeing that P Ryan was falling pretty early in drafts, and I couldn't figure out why. Because P Ryan's been around for a good couple of years now and hasn't been anything. But he's apparently, where Denver. he's at, yeah. But apparently at Denver, apparently he's going to be switched or, uh, like dual backfielding with Javante Williams. I thought Javante Williams was the clear. Number one, but apparently P Ryan's going to be taken away a lot from it. I'm had no idea. He's always been a backup guy. You know what I mean? For since he's been in the league, he's been a a number two, number three running back. So, but apparently that's not the situation he's running into now. So that was a bad draft on my point. I, if I would have known, because Javante Williams is coming back from like an Achilles or something, which is a tough one to come back from. So it's it's going to be a little little tough for him. But as far as I knew, he was going to be the wide or the running back one. But now, your, granted, guys, when you, when you listen to this, we're, this this team that we're talking about now, these fantasy teams are only ten. There's only ten teams in this league, so everyone's team is pretty stacked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like like you don't have like we all have super teams. The literally the name of the league is called the greatest show on paper, um, because everyone and, is going to have like the super teams going against each other every week. Who's your D? Uh, <laughs> careful how you word that. Uh, I got the Panthers defense, which is nothing. I got so here, oh, I see, put so my matchup projected against every team in the league. Got me number one. Every team in the league. You're, you you so are just, correct. It's just projected. Proje- projections are trash. Yeah, I, I was projected yeah, to win no all last year and only won a few. But you I, look. I'm not saying you don't have a good team. You, but who's your number one points projected person on there? Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes yeah, who's you're your, twenty five. Who's your number projected. one? It's it's Lawrence. It's not even close. Or Lawrence. It'd be Lawrence, yeah. yeah. It'd be Lawrence. Who am I? I'm playing one dude. I think he actually has Tua, which is hilarious. But my my point I is, your points projection is at, 
Yeah, your points projection is like 25 points for the week. Mine's at 20. You know what I mean? So, like, you got your guy in the second round where I got Lawrence in, like, the fifth or sixth round. What I'm saying is, like... My guy's projected at 45. What are you talking about? Mahomes is projected for 45. Points? Yes. Is he really? (laughs) Oh, my God. That's what he averaged last year. I'm sorry. I'm not... And don't forget, I was the third pick. So, when my second pick comes... I have a pick coming, literally five picks later. So yeah. I picked. Oh, yeah. This this was a burn too because I put the time limit as thirty seconds, baby. So we were in and out of that draft. You moved quick, fast. Boy. Yeah, that was fast. I, I loved it. I was. Yeah. Yes, it was I so loved it. Everyone had to be on top of it. Yes, because my other draft we had a minute and a minute and a half, and that minute and a half. Was, oh my terrible. god. Yes. Yep. Just Forever. just because you should know if you're if you're paying for a league. You're paying to be in this. You should know what you should be doing. You should be doing at least something. And if you don't, you're about to get auto picked. <laughs> you're yeah. gonna get auto picked, buddy. You better do something. And I know a couple times it happened a couple times in our draft, and a couple people complained yeah, that it was going too fast. But I'm like, don't jump out yeah. the league. Like 30 seconds, you're gonna like this is gonna it's 16 rounds. We're gonna be done in like 40 minutes, 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. It'll be the fastest one you ever did. I, dude, I love it. It's great. Yep, I love it. We, it. we were we were sitting at a restaurant and uh, we were ordering. Uh, we got our drinks first and then the draft started. And before we could even like, we order our food and get our food to us. We were already done with the draft. It was done. So Beautiful. we just got to sit back and I was like, dude, this is great. Um, I, I loved it. I did have a, uh, I did have a team name difference for you. Um, so right now your team name is, uh, hold on. These fantasy uh, nuts. You well, you have it as the first. The first thing you see is team, so you have to you have to go in. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The word name team. It says team D's fantasy nuts. Uh, but I'm gonna need you to change your team because you have the San Francisco defense. Change your team to Bosa D's nuts, please. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes, that's oh, exactly no, oh, what no. he needs to do. That's awesome. Bosa D's nuts. Bosa right. D's, <laughs> bro. Yes. Yes, uh, my current my current name is grab grab his digs and twist it. Um, I'm gonna be changing that though. That was a funny video that I saw before. Uh, right. One of the good ones. There's a couple. Hakuna Malata. That's my sister. She's talking about Jordan Malata on that one. If, if you're a Philly fan, you know. Uh, there's some there's some pretty funny ones out there for the team names, but that was when I saw that one, I saved it. And I'm like, ah, I'm sending that to Ryan immediately. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, fantasy football. We're we're in a league together. Jordan's in a league together with us too. So as we go through the season, we'll go in and give updates and like kind of stuff and our projections. Hopefully, the next episode you see, it'll be like week two of the fantasy because we record these every two weeks. We record these more, but the recordings come out every two weeks, so it'll be a little bit more progressed in the fantasy or the the league year. Um, so we'll we'll guys up, update you guys on who's winning, who's losing, all that kind of stuff uh, throughout the year. All right, dude. Uh, let's call it there. Appreciate you guys sticking in for another episode. We back hopefully in two more weeks. Uh, coming at you. Hopefully some NFL stuff, previews, dad advice, all that kind of stuff. Hit that like button. Um, subscribe. Check out our Instagram. All that kind of stuff. You guys know the drill. So till next week, y'all. Later. Later.